0: Yeah, Simple no, love.
1: It was, uh, yeah, it was a uh, peace, love, and uh, harmony, and um, all things that are Aquarius. God damn oh.
2: it! I knew. It. I was <laughs> like, I was like, no, it's not. It was like a, it was like, a, it was like your first entry into basic coffee shop owner. Like, <laughs> <laughs> was it? Was
3: it a silhouette tree line? Was that what it was? Real skinny trees?
1: <laughs> no, no. That I would've kept. Okay. That I would have kept. It was uh it was the wavy lines of oh, huh. uh of the Aquarius symbol. Yeah,
2: it was an Aquarius symbol. Well, welcome to Scotch and Splenda, the podcast that tastes like The Office and gets you drunk like the holidays? Being drunk at the holidays? (laughs) Uh, Gets you drunk like being drunk? There you go. Uh, Um... Uh, like spirits, like holiday spirits. Ah, uh-huh. ha, uh-huh. Oh, well, here on Scotch and Splenda, <laughs> we are <laughs> talking about anything and everything in the office, but most importantly, <laughs> theories, side stories, and what ifs. We are your co-regional managers. I am AJ. I'm BJ. I am Nick. And uh, on this episode, we're, uh, we're leading up into the holiday season. We are excited to talk about... Any little tidbits that we can, whether it be, uh, you know, this kind of nice, cool fall season, some office parties that happened, etc., etc., etc. It's not how you pronounce that. etc. Espresso, espresso. What Ex- are you that person? Expresso. Espresso, 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 etc. Are you specifically that person? Are you? Are you saying that you pronounce it? etc. It's etc. It's et. two separate words. E T space. No, I prefer. All right, you do You. I prefer the C K version. All right, etc. Uh, <laughs> guys, before we get too far into this, we need to remind you uh, to please, please, drop us a review. Follow us on social media. Uh, leave us a fan theory, guys. You can even give us a call at this phone number. Give us a call. Drop us a fan theory. Tell us how much you love it or how much you don't. Um, And uh, if we've got a fan theory today, somebody's going to tell us about it.
3: We do have one. Um, we have a new voicemail already, actually. A new voicemail. <laughs> a new voicemail oh, already.
2: Give us we that We have call.
3: that, and we'll have to uh, cover. We just got a review with a fan theory also. We'll oh have to my. cover. Oh,
2: we'll, we'll get <laughs> to them. We'll get to them. Look at us
3: go. Oh All right. You gosh. ready for this?
2: Let's do it. We're going
3: to hit it in three, two, one. How about this? Doing it now. Maybe. Oh. We are high tech. Hey, Scott. This is of This from Huntsville, Alabama. Um, I was actually led to
4: your podcast from one of your lovely parents. I don't remember who it was. Um, I meet a lot of people every day, but I was at the time bartending over a year ago. And I
3: don't remember whose parents was. it was, but a super nice old couple. And <laughs> That's so all one. Right here, and I've been listening to y'all ever since. But I,
4: a few episodes ago, you talked about Troy, and didn't quite know what he was, you know, banking wizard, this and that, but you know, in one of the episodes if you recall um, right before Ryan gets convicted and sent off to jail he he was actually in Scranton and they said where's Ryan? and he said well don't worry about Ryan you have to report to me now, I'll report directly to David Wallace so with that being said it makes you think that Troy is a part of moving the money around when it comes to the internet scandal and um, why David Wallace thinks the um, website's doing so good. So that's that's my theory on that. Um, if y'all have a better one, please talk about it. But <laughs> you know, him being a regular banking wizard and uh, Ryan loving him so much and them staying together, I feel that's one thing he he wants Ryan to be the front man for it. And he's easy, he's easy to be manipulated because of cocaine.
0: So, that <laughs> has, <laughs> so he has to be somewhere in the realm of that
4: you know, internet, moving money around somewhere, money motivated somehow, because Ryan, well, I don't think Ryan would give him as much credit and also, he wouldn't be in screen saying he reports to David Wallace minutes, you know, before uh, they show on the show that he is arrested and going to
2: prison for you know, double dipping. Uh, but thank y'all so much. I love the show and do something. Right on! That was Parker
3: from Huntsville, Alabama. Parker, so kind of a thank you, Parker. Yeah. Parker,
1: that was my parents you probably met. They live in Huntsville, <laughs> Alabama.
3: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> All right. Yes. Uh, uh, I, I did get a random text a long time ago saying, what was the name of that podcast you're doing now? I'm talking to this young man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. Uh, no name attached to it, but okay. Well, apparently it was Parker. Now we Fun know. Fact, my my parents don't listen to this podcast. They don't know shit about <laughs> The Office. <laughs> <laughs> but what a lovely, uh, nice
3: old couple. Well, yeah, yeah they like they're nice like it's a nice old couple. couple. Actually, old couple.
1: Nick, will you send me that? Send me yeah. that uh, voicemail because you I'm going to immediately text that to my my mom and uh, stepdad. <laughs> of course. Daddy Doug, call out Daddy Doug. Daddy Doug. That's, uh, that's my stepdad, best stepdad of uh, this millennia. Oh, wow. Outstanding.
3: Uh, yeah, he goes, uh, it's yeah. a nicer old
2: couple. I was like, that's all of them. Yep, that's yep. all. That's all. It's every single one of them. Yeah. Uh,
1: yep. Well, I, I actually can't wait
2: for my mom to hear that. That she's a nice
1: old couple.
2: <laughs> I, I am. A, I'm. I'm kind of intrigued by this because yeah. that means that is. Then is it possible we're saying then, or maybe what Parker is even saying is that he's he's just a part of Dunder Mifflin
3: or he's at least part of the fraud ring that Ryan the is doing. The fraud ring itself. Cuz he so yeah. what I got from it is that like Ryan calls him a banking wizard, they hang out like they're spending time together. Yeah. Um and then it, he says that he's part of it when right before Ryan is arrested. Uh
1: um, yeah, is that it's that episode he gets yeah. arrested. Yeah. Yeah. Like in theory he at that point could have already been arrested.
3: Oh yeah. How long you did YouTube he, uploads he w- take
1: then? Well, you find out he was arrested via, you know, they're watching the news on their computer. Yeah. So there's right. a delay of some sort. So you you could assume at that point he's
2: already in handcuffs. Right. Yeah. I mean, at that point, like everything is already happening. Troy is well aware of what's happening because it's true. He is down in Scranton at that point. And uh, I think in the normal... um. In, like, the regular cut episode, you only see him for a glimpse. Ryan. Really. What's that? Ryan or Troy? Troy. Troy, yeah. You only see him really for a glimpse, and because I think it's another Dwight reference as to, like, to, to you know, just how he looks like a hobbit, basically. Yeah. And so, so, but you only see him for a glimpse, and it's just like, what the heck is he doing there? And yeah. I think it's, I think it really is, I think it's more of a, bj maybe you know better than me but i think that's a super fan episode thing where you actually see more of his conversation yeah more like he walks with in troy. and he says
1: like i'm here to see michael and dwight stands up at his desk <laughs> that's right and, and then he's like troy you're here you know and uh and uh he where's ryan is like i actually report directly to david wallace now is what he says and and then later you find out that he is uh that ryan's been arrested but, right so Interesting. but i like the, i like this theory i think i think it's got some it's got some uh it's got some legs behind it what do you guys think do you think uh do you think troy was involved in the whole banking wizardry of moving the money around and causing the fraud of dunder mifflin
2: i think it's very possible and two things i think about it is that like troy might be like either a like a uh lateral kind of partner of Ryan's or else he could be even part of just Ryan's team in general. Maybe I'm like, Oh, he's like part of the finance or whatever for this big project. Yeah. And if that's the case, does that mean that uh, let's see that he would be, maybe he is now since he says, well, I actually report directly to David Wallace. Now, is yeah. he an interim VP <clears throat> for Ryan? Did he was he a part of the downfall of Ryan? Did he set him I, well, up? Guys? I think he was definitely part of the downfall of Ryan because he was
1: his drug dealer. <laughs> well, that's Okay, let right. me let
3: me ask you this. Let me ask you You this. know what I mean? <laughs> Does he work as like a senior VP in accounting, in accounting for Dunder Mifflin? And that's how he's helping Ryan kind of wash the money or clean the money or whatever through that process to try and make that less likely to get caught because i think it's it's reasonable to say with david as cfo that like some sort of senior level in accounting would report directly to david wallace yeah
2: it, it's, or, just the, it's just the phrasing like i yeah i actually just report to david wallace now directly to david wallace now yeah well so I does think he
1: was not right. a a vice president or a senior vice president i think the hunted got fired Hunter, take me hunted. by the hand, made me a man. I think I oh, think Ryan fired him the like uh, They reference in. Let uh, me to keep going. No, I, I don't. got. A, I got a little. Quit I can it. do. I can do like a country draw on it if you want. Make <laughs> it mean, a country. Were you song. not already? <laughs> well, take me by the hand, make me a man.
2: Yeah, we got it. it. I mean make that's. It? That's that George. Good? Straight. Like I feel we, we responsible. need a little
1: we need some acoustic guitar up in here. We'll get so. this going. I think we could. I think
2: we got something uh, special.
1: I think Ryan, as referenced in our favorite movie, or our favorite, favorite movie, favorite episode, uh, dinner party. Yes. He fired Hunter because he was, quote, a terrible assistant. Yep. And I think he hired his drug dealing friend Troy. Troy
3: Interesting. And then, oh, oh, that's and why that he reports to David Wallace, assistant
1: on the payroll. And then at that point, Troy didn't get fired with Ryan, but just like started reporting directly to David Wallace.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes. You just did it. So he's the he's the <laughs> new hunter. Yes. Yeah. He's he the new is. hunter. Okay. He's he's his new assistant. I can do that. He fired fired the hunted, and then he hires the Hobbit. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) And we're gonna get in trouble. And he is. He is (laughs) what? He's his assistant and now he's and now all of a sudden he just reports canceled for Hobbit
3: shaming or what?
2: (laughs) Do you think that do you
3: think that he's there so he's there trying to what cover Ryan's tracks?
2: Yeah, basically. He's there trying to handle any loose ends. He's there. He is there to talk to Michael about what's happened at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And probably, and I bet, I bet a good share of it has to do because Dwight is the number one salesman in the company. Yeah. And that's why he also can't talk to Dwight about this. I actually report to David Wallace now.
1: Yeah. Because Ryan's been arrested. Correct. And now he, yeah, yeah. Yeah. he doesn't have a new boss. I do do think I I agree with uh, Parker that he, uh, he was involved with Ryan, but he uh yeah. Ryan was the fall guy. Ryan
2: is the fall guy. I think you're right. I think he. I think maybe was. it might have been
3: Troy's idea because Ryan's right. kind of a dumb dumb. He know? is kind of a dumb dumb. He was he was ambitious certainly at that point in time in his career of the things that he wanted to get done. But I wonder if maybe he just he didn't have the know how and it became sort of an office space scenario and yeah. their time off. They're just doing coke and Troy is like. Hey, you know, if we had the salesman also entering the sales as sales recorded by the company, we would end up with a significant
2: surplus. Right. And he's like, ah, and yeah. and then like on top it. of that, like I say, he is, uh, uh, he 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 wants it. He wants him as a fall guy. And th- like I said, that's why uh, Dwight is so is potentially going to be so heavily affected by this. Yeah. Because of his sales numbers. Who knows, maybe they got to pull stuff back. Interesting. Ooh. I like that though. I like that a lot. I like uh I like the assistant um idea and that's how he's really involved and he's really just a friend probably of Ryan's. Yeah. And Ryan needed to be the face of this. And and Troy is simply the Andy Circus of this uh, duo. So. Nice. It's the Smeagol Golem. You get it. All right. Uh, <laughs> did you do your uh, rewatch there, Nick? We did. We did
3: uh, last Wednesday, actually, on the first. Um, spoiler yeah. alert, a little inside baseball for when we're recording, I guess. But, yeah, yeah. We, did, uh, we did. We did, like, a big potluck. Um, we watched through all the extended editions all day. So that was a blast. Um, so that was,
1: like, 12 hours of...
3: It was a long day. Yeah, we started them at what time did we get done, AJ? Because we started them at nine a.m. You jumped in after work.
2: Yeah, and I—I I mean, I was probably still there till like wasn't that ten thirty? About ten, 10 o'clock. 30, yeah, yeah. I finally left. So. Yeah, oh, nice. It was a
3: blast. It was a good time. We had a we had like a uh, pork butt that we did. That's like the salted pork. We did uh, like some lembus bread that we found a recipe for. We did some lemon oh, nice, poppy nice. seed cake stuff. Yeah, we did uh, like a chicken stew. It was really good. Done. We had a fun time.
1: Uh, what do they call it? Uh, rabbits. What do they call uh, conies. conies. You
3: didn't do any conies? We, conies. I, I called around trying to find conies, trying to find rabbit at like a handful of different butcher shops. And everybody kind of said like, uh, I'm sure we could order it in for you, but it's not something we carry in.
1: Yeah. 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 I get it. Yeah, I'm actually uh rereading the books right now. Interesting. And uh I've never well actually I shouldn't say rereading, I've never read them, so I'm reading the books and I'm almost done with uh, the two towers.
3: Outstanding. Uh, That's my favorite of the movies. Sorry as a side jaunt here for any of you Lord of the Rings crossover fans. They can all join us.
1: Yeah. I uh I did uh also you know, this this is good talk for uh maybe having some whiskey.
3: Yeah. This might yeah, be yeah. good
2: whiskey talk. Well here oh, shit with yeah. me as well. <laughs> Little bit of whiskey. Oh, oh that, was, that a was a good, a good pot. pot. Oh, that was a good one. It's a good cork. We'll uh, pour
3: these out here. So, I, you want me to talk about this one for you? Yeah, talk about what it. we got here? So, we've got a, uh, an obtanium Bourbon. So, it's out of a uh, cat's eye distillery in uh, uh, somewhere in the Quad Cities. I don't remember off the top of my head right where they're at. But, um, the
1: Quad Cities, for those listeners that don't know, are, oh, uh, yeah. four, are four small towns.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that that call themselves cities crappy river towns (laughs) that through their powers combined like (laughs) like some sort of voltron become a small metropolitan area on the borders of iowa and illinois some people call it the armpit of iowa (laughs) and they would be right (laughs) uh it is in bettendorf which is one of those
2: four um, Why is that all no. happening? <laughs> what is this conversation? Um, Let it go.
3: <laughs> anyways, so it is uh, out of the question.
2: I just cities. want Parker
3: from Huntsville, Alabama to know <laughs> <Yeah>. about <laughs> the, the Armpit of Iowa. It's important that our, our <laughs> listeners, I almost said viewers, our our listeners here understand what we're trying to accomplish. I guess, yeah. But anyways, it is a young bourbon. It's not age stated, but I would guess somewhere in the... Uh, in the neighborhood of probably three to five years, um, kind of like the uh, Cedar Ridge that we get here, but it is finished for its last six months in an adventurous brewing uh, stout barrel. Oh, nice. Sounds so, Should be some interesting <clears throat> taste notes on that, but... All right. Yeah, give tell a, us more about the uh, two towers here while we're cracking in.
2: Yeah, let's uh, give it a whiff here. Cheers, mm. Cheerskies. <laughs>
0: Mm.
1: So yeah, so the the two towers. I'm at the uh, I'm at the point where uh uh Gollum Smeagol is in the uh sacred pond. Oh yes. Uh, uh catching the fish and they're deciding whether or not to kill him. And Frodo goes and saves him but then,
3: then it breaks. <laughs> nice <laughs> soundbite
2: we just played Jeez. you're welcome <laughs> one of the
3: few obscure impressions I can whip out here and there is a Smeagol wow, you it. might get copyrighted again on know. that that was so spot on <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get caught on that one I can, I can yeah. tell you me and another buddy Nick Carlos, got to doing that once in a while online playing games and my ex-wife fucking hated that I thought <laughs> <We> the best <laughs> we, we would get to doing those and it cracked me up so hard
4: yeah. The fossils. Yeah. <laughs> really perfectly good Sorry, go
3: ahead. Please continue. <laughs> <Anyway>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to uh, Lambus and uh, Crispy Bacon, yeah, that a podcast that <laughs> tastes no, like the Royal the rings and get, or you, or. get you full like hobbits, it's at
3: this point that every person driving has looked over the time stamp of this episode yeah. to see
2: how yeah. far into this shit we already are. So
1: this it.
3: is gonna get cut. Can boy. we just get this? Uh, uh, get the
1: whiskey segment over with. Let's do it. All
3: right. It is. Uh, it is some tasty stuff. I will say it is a little. It is a little hot right off the bat. Your uh, ABV on this not terribly high. It's a ninety four
2: uh, eight. Feels Sorry. good on the quick math. Feels good on the throat though. You yeah, gotta, it is nice. Um, I was, uh, I I went up to, uh, Sean's, uh, for a little kind of end, end of Halloween party. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was a fun time, but you you just keep talking. If you're just trying to talk like loud, you know, or trying to like, there's lots of conversations going on by the end of a night of that. I'm just like my, my throat is done. Good shot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So feels feels very good on the uh on the pipes. Well perfect.
3: Yeah. It's uh, it's got a good nose to it. It is kind of I don't fruit heavy on the nose. It is sort yeah. of that
2: like appley banana y type of it does. It's I, I call it I call it the chocolate banana. It is. Um, that's a good reference. I, I I call it kind of that just because that's sometimes when I when I get whiskey and um, you know, stout blended together. That's what those are the notes mm-hmm. I get. I think that the the whatever chocolate mixes together, <clears throat> but then the uh the whiskey ends up pulling that banana flavor out of that beer um and that barrel, you know. Interesting. And that's that's what I get. So it's like chocolate banana to me. Nice. Yeah. Now I will it's stouty. Yeah. It is for sure. It is. Yeah. Now, I worry
3: I worry referencing banana and whiskey that people are going to think it's like a howler head type deal. Uh, no, it's which nothing it's like that. it's definitely not. But no. it, is, it does have those notes for sure. Yeah. Um, but I enjoy that. I, uh, I think that that's probably one of the more approachable ones we've had. Sure. If you're a new whiskey person, just because there is so much sweetness on there, that there's, stout.
2: There's a lot of sweetness to it. It almost tastes like it's got – like uh, of something mixed into it, like it's like it's halfway through an old fashioned or something.
3: Yeah. What would you uh, rate it on your Splenda scale?
2: Um, I would probably do like a a, a half packet. Nice, three quarter packet, okay. maybe. They are obtaining them. Because I you know, at that point I feel like just give me an old fashioned. So yeah. let me make it an yeah, old yeah, fashioned yeah. with some Splenda.
3: <laughs> These guys are the same maker of the uh one hundred and fifty one proof Canadian that we had. Oh, is that right that one
2: time too that yep. wasn't that a spicy boy?
3: It was a little hot. I mean it's it's because it's one hundred and fifty one proof. Oh, okay, <laughs> like yeah. it's got it's got a little like uh hazmat warning sticker on the label because oh it's God. so
2: flammable. So like don't put your eyebrows into it. Mm-hmm. You'll burn your nose hairs. <laughs> I certainly wouldn't enjoy that. <laughs> oh, gosh. That well, has, hey, that's Yeah, that that's has good. Its, own, its own goodness. Thanks for bringing it in. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, very good stuff. Uh, I guess, uh, you know what? You know what whiskey also does for me? I really like it when you can have. There is something very special to me about hanging around like in the fall months yeah. around like a fire and somebody brought some whiskey. Oh yes. And you're drinking it out of like your your camp cup or camp mug. Yeah. That is like one of the things for like fall that like I absolutely love <laughs> it's and quintessential like
3: quintessential fall holiday vibes for you. like
2: holiday like Thanksgiving vibes for that for me. Yeah. That's like what it is. Like some fire, some whiskey or some beer and like sitting around in the chilly air. You oh, yeah. Know? Um, and speaking of which, um, I love uh, Kevin's chili that I'm just <laughs> yeah. going to start this <laughs> off with. <laughs> <laughs> As he's bringing this in, <laughs> I think this is an important holiday because oh once a year, he brings in Kevin's famous chili. Yep. yep. And I... Did ke- you go from chili... With chili. a Y to Chili with an I? How does he do it, ladies and what gentlemen? What a shoehorned segue. <laughs> Kevin's famous chili is a holiday. I'm convinced. Like an in-office holiday? Yeah. Or he's just
3: bringing it in around the holidays? I, I
2: think I think both. I think he's bringing it in around the holidays. Chili is a fall time thing. Although yeah. I could definitely see Kevin doing it in the dead of summer. <laughs>
3: right, yeah, it's a like, sure. hundred degrees out. <laughs> it's like fifty percent humidity.
2: It's always a good time for chili. It, like that's something he's probably
4: said in his life. You put it
2: on hot dogs. <laughs> so it's him bringing it in, I do believe is a holiday. The onions. And yeah, to undercook the onion. Everyone gets to know each other in the, in pot. the pot. I do have the, the uh pot. the office lego set
3: at home. Yeah. Surprising no one who knows me. Yeah. Um and it doesn't tell you what to do with uh minifigures, but I do have Kevin's minifigures spilling his pot of chili in front of reception. Oh, that's perfect.
2: Um like <laughs> I think I, I like to think about um it's it's a holiday, but it's only really a holiday to him and yeah. like, it, like thinking about the idea that like like no one's here is thinking like, oh, it's Kevin's Chili day, you know oh. he's just he just decides to do it at some point brings in this chili yeah and then probably hopes that like people eat like and taste it. Mm-hmm but don't eat a lot of it he wants the so he can take it back home
3: it's kind of how i am with like when i'm smoking like a brisket or a pork butt or something big that you're just like man i hope everybody
2: gets their fill but like i can't god i hope there's leftovers so yeah it's like for for that for me is like a a holiday i don't know about you guys and it almost didn't happen the chili yeah yeah the the yeah, the Mindy Kaling hated it.
3: Oh, really? Elaborate on this. I don't know that I've heard this before, and I'm sure some. Viewers was she have the one that
2: hated it or the one that loved it? I think she was the one that hated it. We might have to look this up. I because because that's interesting. Um, if, if but she's the one who hated it, and there was there was like a battle, like it almost didn't happen. I think it's it's like one of the one of the most iconic like cold opens I think of the entire show, and it was it was moments away from being non-existent. Wow, that's
3: yeah. wild to me. That's like a when when I think of the office and like funny office moments, that's way way up there. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's people who casually have watched through the office once will remember the chilly opening. Yes. Because oh, yeah, because it is it's so chaotic. Uh, He's got the fucking inbox outbox like wire rack trying to scoop it all back
2: in with the papers oh, still dude. there. And it's that is that was improvised. That, that, was improvised oh, that was so good. And him like slipping all through it and stuff. I just yeah. just Chris
1: oh. Farley. esque. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And they did get it in the first. I know they got it in the first take. Uh, God, I'd imagine they'd have to. Yeah, you better. And uh, but they had enough carpet for three takes.
2: Oh, Wow. Okay. So
1: basically they covered the carpet with additional matching carpet, matching carpet. to just be able to remove and then, you know, slide more carpet in. But
2: thank God, yeah,
1: they, they had enough for they had enough carpet for three takes and they got it on the first one.
3: I'm thinking of the annoyingness of being like the PA who's got to open all of these cans of chili and then like warm them up to a consistency where it's going to actually spill like you need it to it's uh like that sounds like a nightmare job
2: oh yeah, I, yeah. like what a great, tedious great day job. for props
1: and you know not to spoil the illusion but the chili pot was really only like a quarter full
2: yeah but sure. so still it, it
1: still a, still a, a lot of chili at a false bottom yeah and then the chili was was up on top <laughs> nice. i don't care i won't I like let that. it ruin my immersion
2: yeah no it's no that's fine um uh, now uh, I, I just want. I can't find who
1: uh, who was trying to kill it, but I'm pretty pretty sure that Mindy Kaling was uh, against it, and all the other writers were for it. Okay. Mindy
3: Kaling, if you're a listener of the show, please defend yourself if need be. Also, please just come on. We would love to have you.
2: Uh, yeah. Well, also, I we're sorry it.
3: about everything we've ever said about the writers of the show yeah. <laughs> and calling <Yeah>. NBC cowards. <laughs>
2: oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs>
1: Is that why we keep getting uh, flagged for trademarks? Yeah, talk it's got to be about, talk shit about NBC.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're trying to shut us down. <laughs> There's just
3: one man with his finger on the button. Like they have, a, they have a lot more power than us. I think. They could yeah, I think that's probably. It.
2: fair. <laughs> I'm looking.
1: Yeah, like you I'm
3: got like, you got like Lorne Michaels sitting in his office, just listening to our bullshit over some sort of like gramophone esque speaker. Because I'm assuming that's what he uses. Because he's a thousand years old.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> and he's like, "Are you hearing what these kids are saying? What are you saying? Oh, I like that we're kids, Lorne Michaels. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> isn't he? Isn't he? Uh, NBC. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, Saturday night. Yeah.
2: Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, God, we've gotten off the rails. Sorry, I was trying to what look at. It's holiday. Hanging. It's a holiday episode. I we're tr- tr- doing Thanksgiving. <laughs> I was I was trying to find out who it was. Wow. I guess, whatever, guys. I think Kevin's chili is a great holiday, and I think it should be celebrated regardless. Um, even just you know the shooting of it. So that's how I feel. All right. Yeah. Okay. But, but we're here to
1: talk about what if there was a thanksgiving episode yeah right kevin
3: would bring the chili for the potluck for sure
1: right but what he sp- yeah. he wouldn't spill it he wouldn't spill this, it. not in this episode no nope. well fine not twice okay i learned so people actually the eat the chili time. i think angela would not eat the chili i think she'd be disgusted by it and then i think there would be some side comments of you and oscar both smell like onions
2: after you <laughs> eat that chili and uh, like she'd just be She'd be she'd, she'd be scoffed about it. She'd be she she would be in a talking head uh after after putting up like pine cone air fresheners I, around her yeah. s- her workspace and she and it's and then it's her explaining it's like Kevin always brings in his chili. Oscar Oscar and Kevin always eat a lot of it. Like that's that's what yeah. it is. It
3: stinks like meat and onions in my <laughs> corner.
2: <laughs> I like to think that she's
1: got a custom made air freshener made of like loose tufts of cat hair. Yeah. Gross. that
2: she just holds up to her nose. She puts it's up gross. to her nose. Oh. It's the, It's just it's, called Tabby Tuesday. It's the hairball that she's that she's gross. coughing in. Gross. Uh well, so what's Angela bringing then for the for the
3: Angela brings a small individual veggie platter and eats it on her own. Okay. Uh, She does bring brownies. I think she'd be a dessert bringer. I think it depends on her mood. Is she trying to show up Pam for something following her pregnancy? Uh, Well, not this time. Okay. Well, then I don't know that she'd bring brownies because despite what the general public will say, the redheaded general public would believe, she's not necessarily (laughs) as cute as a button. (laughs) (laughs) I think she makes the best brownies
1: and with and without walnuts. And she would bring them both because she cares about Kevin. That's right.
3: I love so he, that Kevin had already committed through. to eating the yeah had already committed to eating the brownie before he learned there were ones without okay. walnuts. Yes, and then continues to eat the walnut brownie.
2: Kevin, why are you still? I'm gonna power. I think I'm gonna power through. Aren't you allergic? Extremely, extremely. <laughs> <laughs> extremely. Um. So here's here's my thing, though. This is that actually does bring up a very good point about asking: Is this like post? You know the pregnancy. When yeah. would when do you guys think like an ideal episode for Thanksgiving would have taken place in like I, which season? I give me
3: uh, uh, I say mid season six, kind of prior or uh, uh, just prior to Saber Takeover. Prior Michael to Saber. Michael's looking for like a way to kind of reinvigorate the office and get them excited about their job because everything is sort of bleak because the company is in the shitter and. <laughs> Yeah, like, he's like, you know what people need, potluck, and yeah. I like to think that this Thanksgiving potluck is happening in like, I don't August
2: August like it's August, like his caroling is it's, off. It's,
3: it's like his caroling in July bit that he wants to do. His like Christmas in July that Phyllis yeah. says is stupid. Yeah, and he demands everybody out. <laughs> Like I like to think that he did the same thing with a Thanksgiving potluck, and everybody was yeah. just kind of in on it this time because they were like, "Yeah, everybody likes potluck."
2: Yeah, why not? I'm like, okay, what about you, BJ? Uh, I think it would be
1: right around Thanksgiving, probably uh, the, uh, like the Monday before. <laughs> but what? But what season of the office? Uh, you know, I earlier, uh, maybe not six, but I'd go like four, maybe <laughs> post merger. Yeah, post merger. Yeah. So you have, you know, and and you know, maybe even maybe even three right after the merger where, when, like, Karen's still there.
3: Oh, you my know? God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have yeah. it. Can I have it for a second?
1: Yeah,
2: you got okay. it. Okay,
3: here's what it is. It's directly after the merger because Michael is using the story of Thanksgiving as an inspiration to try and bridge the gap between the two branches.
2: as another last ditch effort. And I like to think that it's still sometime nowhere near Thanksgiving. <laughs> and by the way... By the way, he asked he asked Karen for help planning it because because he, <laughs> he thinks that since she's Filipino, that's in oh, the Indian Islands or oh, something. Oh, you're uh, Oh my god. No, he would ask Karen, oh, "You're very exotic because you're dead a GI." Or?
3: <laughs> jesus christ
1: <laughs> michael doesn't understand the difference between india and native america and that's why he that's presses kelly
3: so hard to help <laughs> out
2: yeah. Yeah. he brings in kelly and karen <laughs> and asks for all their help this? because <laughs> oh no he calls up kelly's parents oh god (laughs) to ask
3: about thanksgiving i like to think that he does like a conference room meeting swapping of the gifts and cornucopia yeah with like a kelly yeah with like (sighs) kelly yeah and then and then is like got some sort of canned corn which he just refers to as maize as
2: maize yeah yeah (laughs) um so oh my god that's I, so, so all right this is this is great so it's going to be late season three yep um Sold. it's it's before the uh christmas episode where you know you have jim and karen exchanging the same uh same copy of of what is it legally blonde or something or no or it's, uh, no uh bridget jones bridget, bridget jones, jones. Bridget jones right. diary this
3: movie was so bad and
2: so they each got it for each other <laughs> yeah team, team karen um <laughs> so I think that's a great place. So now we now we've placed it. It's before that Christmas episode and post uh, well, that was, Wasn't that Benny Hanna? Was that Benny Hanna Christmas? That might have been Benny Hanna yeah,
1: Christmas, I think you're, you're right. Yeah. Okay, so the ep- it would be the episode before Benny Hanna. It would be two before
2: Benny Hanna, yes.
3: That's fine. Okay. I'll, I'll that. accept that it's happening during Thanksgiving, but I wish it was happening in the spring.
2: That's fair. I think that's much
3: more on brand for Michael Scott. <laughs>
2: But it just doesn't line up with the timeline. So that's fine. We'll go, we'll he, go, we'll but go. he got, he, unfortunately, he said, but we didn't have the, he, he says, we didn't, we didn't have the budget for the extra party during Thanksgiving. So now that the year turned over, we have budget for parties for this spring oh, Thanksgiving yes. because He's he doing says it he in forgot. like March. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and this is instead of, um, it, it could also be that, because somebody's got to leave during this, yeah. right? Like somebody is going to be leaving. Um, so I, I have to imagine like, instead of, uh, what's her nuts, um, squid eye, that is going to be in a smoke Ridge bar, in a smoke Ridge bar. We'll yeah. just, I just call her squid eye. It's easier. Um, it's my left breast <laughs> that, um, that I think, uh, she would have ended up like leaving or something. Yeah. Uh, because her baby was again being put into a cornucopia as we saw anyways. Yeah. Yeah. yeah basically yeah. nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's
3: nature's bounty.
2: Yeah. Nature's bounty. <laughs> I don't know. I really like that though. I I like that. This is some sort of like, uh, another, another effort to bring the offices mm-hmm. together. Um, so Kevin, okay. So Kevin brings chili. Kevin's bringing Angela chili.
3: brings brownies with and without walnuts.
2: Yep. Yep. Um, uh, uh,
1: I think Oscar brings the bougie, you know, amuse bouche. Os- he Oscar
3: brings like prosciutto wrapped water chestnuts or something to that effect, like right. something yeah. like really like an apricot really,
1: jam. Yeah, yeah yeah and, yeah, yeah. and then like there's like Kevin and Stanley are just smashing them, and he's like, no, guys, you got. Don't you, you gotta, have to oh, let, your palate, let your palate open Wait, and, nice. and appreciate the flavor. And they're just over there eating it like popcorn. You take
3: you take the small serving knife and you spread some of the apricot chutney. I'm just going to dip the, it. Kevin's <laughs> like, I've just been dipping it. Look, <laughs> if you if you bite it like this, it makes a scoop. It, <laughs> if Kevin's you, just like <laughs> he's double dipping. Um, Oscar just has that moment of horrified
2: realization that Kevin has been double dipping the
1: entire time. <laughs>
2: And he's dipping everything in it. So it's like, he's like, I I made this apricot preserved jam. jam." He's like, he brings it in. And like, Kevin's just been dipping everything from There's like like brownie chunks in it. The shrimp cocktail sauce (laughs) is like mixing into it. And it's like the brown mustard on the other side of the charcuterie board. And he's just like, like you said- There's like a pickle in it. Brownie (laughs) chunks, like with a walnut in it. So now somebody who is allergic to nuts, uh, someone else who's allergic to nuts can't have any. yep oh that's great good what does so, uh what does michael bring well he we is... already assume uh, the the um racial assumptions is no, no, what no, no, he's no, no, no no
3: i got i got this, I got <laughs> this. michael michael wants to be uh, michael thinks that he is the daddy of the office and he wants to be the centerpiece of the office and so michael wants to bring the turkey but there is some sort of disaster with the turkey and it ends up I National Lampoon Christmas Vacation style, just like dehydrated nonsense, and then he starts like layering slices of deli turkey on top of it, thinking nobody will notice.
2: And then, okay, and I also, <laughs> I think this is, I think this that might be after he got, um, he he wanted to bring turkey, yeah. So instead, but he didn't know where to get one, and he couldn't cook one. So he ended up going and getting four whole chickens of all dark meat (laughs) for the office.
3: You just see the Boston Market boxes in the corner
2: in the garbage. Because technically, I mean, really, when you think about it, almost any day for Michael is Thanksgiving Day. Think about all of the favorite foods that we hear about. Him eating at Boston Market, asking about the yams. Yep. He does and the he, stuffing. Every
3: day is Thanksgiving for and Michael. He th- wants the comfort food.
2: Different different versions of that. AKA the entire family sized chicken pot pie. Yep. Yep. You're right. I, he I like loves to, the food of Thanksgiving.
3: I like to think that uh Creed got like a signed cranberry sauce, thinking like, oh, it's candy, can't fuck this up. <clears> and yeah. he brought in like a large family sized bottle of ocean spray yeah. or something to that effect. <laughs> and he's like, it's more of the same. It's more or less to say. <laughs> oh wait.
1: Okay guys. I think I got it. Okay. So Michael's in charge of the Turkey. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he, at the beginning of the episode, this is the cold open. He walks in and drops a full 14 pound. Hen completely frozen on oh, Pam's yes. desk. <laughs> yeah. It's still frozen. Same day. And he says, Pam, I was in charge, I'm in charge of the Turkey. Uh, can you, uh, pop this in the oven and she's like, uh, it's still frozen. And he's like, yeah, just go, go thaw it in the sink in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, this, this, it takes three days to thaw michael yeah (laughs) i like
0: like, i like that he's like
3: no there's a defrost on the microwave (laughs) there's a fine just
1: pop it in the microwave (laughs) just
2: pop it in the microwave microwave. microwave.
3: (laughs) i like to think he's got it like spatchcocked out on like a pizza pizzazz (laughs) and that's how he's cooking it (laughs) like it's just flattened out (laughs) and then phyllis
1: walks up to the reception and and goes Make sure you thaw it in the in the break room, not the kitchen, because the break room microwave smells like popcorn.
3: Popcorn. <laughs> we were just talking about that last night, watching football, and yeah. Parker was like, "Fuck, I hate so much how she says that." Uh, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, dude, yeah. we all do." Join the join the club, dude. Everybody popcorn. outside of Central Missouri hates how she says popcorn. <laughs> I
2: think <laughs> no, I think they, they don't, that don't say Michael, it like that down here. That, <laughs> that's that, a. That is, thing. that is the that is a uh, great no pun intended cold open, BJ. Uh, I have to say, yep. Uh, and then that is a great option for his cold open because then it's him trying to figure out how to get the turkey. Yeah, yeah. And like, then, yeah. Then he's panicked
1: because he realizes maybe this thing won't won't thaw.
2: And like. in the interim, he also decides that he's like, he's like, well, if they can't have real turkey, what's the next best thing?
3: Deli sliced turkey, he says. Boston market
2: all dark meat. He he says calling myself a turkey, and he comes in in his sumo suit.
3: God damn, it. With, <laughs> with,
2: with with like the turkey like uh, cover things on the on the yeah. drummies and dressed it like a turkey.
3: I really like the idea that he's making everybody do, like, handprint
2: turkeys like they're in kindergarten at yeah. some point, too. He's like, see, there's lots of different types of turkeys around here, guys, not just yeah. the ones that you eat. Yeah. So, I What's think Stanley bringing? Ones. Pretzels?
3: No, no, no. No, no, no. Michael has aggressively pressured Stanley to bring
2: collard greens. <laughs> oh, jeez.
3: <laughs> Regardless of what he actually wants him to bring.
2: I hear that they're great. I just have never had them, and I, I would love to have some, and- He's he's asking what else do you have for like down there like what what like grits and you yeah. know like oh col- col- colored greens yeah <laughs> that's why they're, called. they're it's not pushing called hard collared for people Mitch <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: my
1: God that is something that will get us canceled okay move on yep 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 yep, yep. let's move let's move let's move uh, uh... now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, <laughs> he killed it Toby brings the most boring food on the planet I don't know he's in charge of the what
3: I like to Rolls, think that Toby really yeah. went like all out on something because he like loves cooking and this is a way he like it's like a love language for Toby Flenderson as he right. like shows people he cares through his food yeah I think that's good and Michael just like throws it in the garbage <laughs> oh, he's no. done some sort of really elaborate dish yes
1: yeah,
2: but it's not on the Thanksgiving theme, so Michael yep. throws it away. Yep, yep, yep. He's like, oh, yeah. he said it looked like it had already gone bad, I, so I threw it in the trash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Jim definitely stopped on the way
3: to work and just purchased eight family-sized sides of mashed potatoes from KFC and dumped them in a crock pot.
2: Yeah, and Meredith, Meredith did the exact same thing. He um, runs into Meredith chicken. at KFC. Yeah, but Meredith is doing <laughs> She's it with got a the bucket gravy. of chicken and just thinking, <laughs> just thinking that... Um, it's just a normal potluck, not a Thanksgiving, not one. a Thanksgiving dinner.
3: Yeah, that's a, that's just how she meal preps, and
2: it's half gone because she had to give some to her kids.
3: Meredith meal preps by swinging by KFC. <laughs> yeah. She just gets yeah, she just gets a family twelve-piece bucket and throws it in Ziplocs. That makes sense. <laughs> Perfect. <Yeah. laughs>
2: Sounds great. Actually, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. the-
3: Throw those babies back in the air fryer to warm them up. It's all good. So we're it's we're merger timeline. So Ryan is still here. Yep. and uh living with his mom so ryan probably makes his mom cook his thing he gets put in charge of like stuffing or something yes and then has yeah, but his ryan's still
1: normal it. at this point so yeah it'd be, it'd be very very
2: basic normal like probably really good stuffing like yeah. that his mom made yeah and, and but and he's he's gonna people are gonna be giving him credit and he's not gonna know how to like not take the credit
3: yeah that's like the first little bits of like corrupted Ryan we start to see. People giving him thanks. <laughs> yeah. For his
2: stuffing. Yeah. I so like
3: who's that. who's doing like, uh, so as big as the turkey is, I think your other big star of the show at Thanksgiving is always like pumpkin
2: pie. It's always yeah, dessert. Pumpkin pie. Who's,
3: who's in charge of pumpkin pie? I feel like Pam, just because of the alliteration, he would enjoy Pam makes pumpkin pie.
2: Yeah. He's like Pammy's pumpkin pie. Yeah. She Uh, explains she's
3: never made pumpkin pie. She doesn't know how to make it, and he won't take no for an answer. (laughs) Yeah. Dwight brings uh, beets, of course. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. His beet salad. (laughs) He brings a beet salad. Yeah. Yeah. I like to think that Dwight brings... And his homemade beet vodka. Dwight brings beet pie. It's like pumpkin pie, but made with beets, and he goes on some big like principled stand about how the
2: pumpkin industry is corrupt. He said said during the pecan shortage of of 1942 or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. The Shroots became famous for their beet beet pie, which is instead of pecans, it's just beets.
3: You look around and everybody just has like a purple stained
2: mouth from one bite of try. One it. try of it, yeah. There's just a lot of plates of one one bite out of a piece of pie, yeah. like just sitting around. And it, and and Dwight believes, Dwight genuinely believes that everybody just it's so filling is yeah. what everybody tells him. It's that incredibly it's just, nutritionary it's, density. Yes. Be- <laughs> everyone tells me that it's so, so, so good. They couldn't possibly eat another bite. But they. <laughs> 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 but, but the problem is, is that I've found is that it's so filling, people can usually only have one or two bites of it.
0: Yeah. That's
2: <laughs> crazy, <laughs> <sir>. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know it's where so Phyllis is. Nutrient Phyllis- rich. Nutrient <laughs>
3: rich. <laughs> Phyllis definitely <laughs> brought something that took... A, a lot of time and a lot of effort and is incredibly well done and made with a lot of love and she gets absolutely zero credit for it from michael <laughs> and yeah she gets she gets like a blow by oh yeah thanks
2: <laughs> as he's talking about somebody else's something it, it'd be something yeah. that you want to eat a crapload of though yeah like it it'd have to be something like the um no it's the sweet uh, potato it's, pie it, or something or, or like the n- bean casserole
1: but that's what i was gonna say oh, it's, it's the green, bean, green bean casserole and she oh, and she's. said so this is though. my gra- yeah. my great grandmother's recipe. like trying to explain to michael how long it's been in the family yeah. like yeah generational and 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 i actually fried the onions crispy fry the onions uh from oh, scratch huh. instead of using the can and oh thanks thanks phil thanks okay put it over Slap there did you, bring, did you bring plate yeah did you bring a serving spoon like i asked
3: No,
2: No. (laughs) damn it, Phyllis! (laughs) He just immediately gets mad at
3: her for something. Just tosses
2: it in garbage. He's just
3: just like, damn, Phyllis. He's like, he said,
2: "Did you bring all the serving utensils?" And like, (laughs) like that's the thing that after this long, gorgeous explanation of this like amazing (sighs) green bean casserole, did you bring the serving utensils? Like we asked. No, I I forgot. It's like. Damn, Phyllis,
4: and then Angela's
2: <laughs> mad at her too. Yep.
3: Jim does not bring KFC mashed potatoes. Jim is the guy who brings napkins. Oh gosh, Jim is Jim is the napkins guy for sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, I think that's fair. I feel like napkins are kind of in, in house already. Like that's not something that would have been on the radar. He
3: would have brought something to that effect. He would have brought I like, the most I like low that effort. He shit.
1: volunteered for mashed potatoes, knowing he could just buy them at like a KFC. I think he yeah, nailed it. Yeah, I, like, I he, he volunteered remember. for something that he could swing by on his way to work
3: and pick up. Yeah, He's yeah. he's sitting there like in a Kroger parking lot. You're just watching him like
2: transfer from
3: container to
2: <laughs> crock pot <laughs> yeah. in his car yes yeah um well who who else do we have well what's andy gonna bring
1: oh man uh andy is bringing his something family origin like something incredibly Bernard family like lamb like mint jelly crusted lamb (laughs) that his his parents uh cook made for him to reheat in the oven.
3: Yeah, he, he his family did like a Thanksgiving last weekend, and it's just the leftovers he still has from like uh,
2: his to go plate. What about what if he? Uh, what if he was? Now we have to think. Andy Bernard's family was very rich, but we do find out later that they didn't care quite as much about Andy as we think. Yeah. So what if he? What if Andy is convinced? That he brings cookies and they're his fa- family's like famous cookies that his family always has. Yeah. But it's like E.L. fudge. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But he has the audacity to go to the store and buy them and say they're his family's cookies. Yeah. <laughs> like this is what they always had. On the
3: on the flip side of like mass market appeal, I feel like it's something incredibly regional to just that small portion of Connecticut yeah, yeah. that people really enjoy. Yeah. That nobody yeah. else has ever heard of. And he's like he's like flabbergasted and very excited and is like, Oh my god, well you've gotta try it and nobody likes it. Yeah. And yeah. he's like just getting progressively angrier throughout the day. Well see, here's the thing. Do you guys thing. have one of those
1: items at your at your family, like an oddball?
3: Um no not really for like family thanksgivings you mean
1: yeah yeah do you guys no. do anything like something that's like is normal that you grew up with that no other family like would be like what like,
3: no yeah. more so than just like your average midwest staples which would maybe be a little strange outside of like your green bean casserole or like sweet potatoes with so many marshmallows right. like that sort of shit
2: it's like a, it's like yeah. a mid-meal dessert
3: yeah. Like sweet, yeah, yeah sweet yeah sweet yeah. relief
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're, you're right <laughs>
3: in, in case the turkey didn't put oh, me in the coma hopefully the diabetes from these potatoes will correct like that type of deal yeah uh do yeah. you guys ever do oyster stuffing no, we did that. We never did oyster stuffing. I'm trying to think of like with like oyster crackers or actual oysters. What is oyster actual stuffing? Actual oysters. One of the oh, no,
1: definitely you, you not. do oyster stuffing. Yeah. One of the well, one of I'm sorry the sorry that you're not. Uh, no, you
3: know, it sounds
2: good. My my seasoned. family is
3: just they're they're a little more basic in their
2: taste. I so I never understood it, and like I'm always I'm always kind of sad that I never realized you know how good it genuinely was um, when I was younger, but. It was, I think, the very, very quintessential um, can of cranberries. Just a can, like like the can mold, slice of yeah, like the the can mold, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, like there's something almost like strangely iconic about that sitting on a. A, a table for Thanksgiving. Yeah. I will yeah, say it's my like mom's
3: national lampoon. Like you just know. <laughs> my mom made really, really good dinner rolls that I don't think were like a packaged thing. Um that I remember they would always serve in this gigantic fucking basket with like a dish towel in there. Yeah. Like a clean white dish towel that they had. It was just like this bounty of dinner rolls yes. <laughs> that got passed around the table.
2: We, yeah. Uh, the, the dinner rolls, I think, were the most like, are the most memorable thing from like one of my, uh, my grandma's like, yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving because they were, they were like a store bought roll. They were just like the most classic, like, a dinner roll and there was always white and wheat dinner rolls. Yeah. And they were always like perfectly like warm, crispy all that, and like with butter and, and like they came in the exact same thing. A very, very large bowl kept warm in a dinner towel. Yeah. Like like, plain
3: white paper, thin dish towel. Yeah. That you like could really snap people
2: really good with. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I it had two my,
3: purposes. It was keeping dinner rolls warm and snapping the shit out of your siblings. Fair, yeah, correct.
2: <laughs> what were you saying, my, BJ? Sorry.
1: My my favorite Thanksgiving was uh was a couple years ago. We my my cousin hosted, and they had two tables, and it was traditional Thanksgiving options on one table, and the other table was covered in uh in like whatever paper or whatever parchment paper and they dumped out a giant pot of crab boil oh, and it was like potatoes yeah. corn crab wow. shrimp crawfish and i did not eat one slice of turkey i just <laughs> absolute bananas on the crab boil table. absolutely yeah. have turkey whenever
2: yeah i know <laughs> exactly
3: i can i can oh. buy a turkey any time of the year
2: you know what's still a staple actually for my brothers and i and I don't know well, maybe if you guys do this or not still, but that was the one time a year, even more than like Christmas, that as kids, we would get kids wine, the sparkling oh, yeah. grape juice. Oh, no. Yeah. And we still go and buy like bottles of the cold duck. Yeah. Yeah. Cold duck. That's the best one. Yeah. And we will still <laughs> go and buy that for every Thanksgiving.
3: Yeah. Now. No, we were, my parents, so growing up, my parents are Mormon.
2: Yeah. Um, so we had none wine in the house, even uh, kids wine.
3: We would do like the uh, sparkling cider for New Year's once in a blue moon. Yeah. Um, but no, it was always like, and that is maybe a weird thing for my family is that there was no like wine. It was always like, oh, there's sodas in the garage because they're cold out there. If you want to grab, oh, one yeah, type classic. of deal. Yeah. That was oh. that was always my family. Hell yeah. Oh Nick, I
1: I didn't know that about you. I I'm sorry.
3: That I that I never had underage <laughs> drinking opportunities.
1: Yeah, correct. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I was the kid just in
3: college. He- the kid wine. <laughs> it's like
1: you probably never had candy cigarettes either. You poor bastard. Oh, oh,
3: what the bitch. fuck is a candy cigarette? Are you just joking? Like the little, the little flavorless sticks of chewing nonsense. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they passed it off as like. That's basically the hazy IPA of the gum world. They it's didn't like have a, to send it through another process of flavoring. They could just sell it yeah. as is and call it <laughs> it's a
3: chewier. It's a chewier unbaked version of the stick that came in fun dips.
2: Yeah, That's exactly. what those are made out of. <laughs> I told you. They, they could skip a couple processes yeah. in, the, in, the, in the line, save a few pennies, and pump them out.
3: Mars, Mars marketing guy came walking in one day sometime in the 50s and said, you're not going to fucking believe this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing: smoking what if is so you- popular, and but now they're cutting down on us. If you know anything about Mad Men, and this their Surgeon General. <laughs> is is going through and canceling us out on this uh, on our cigarettes
3: what if I told you we could not only drive children to using tobacco but also do it without spending a fucking penny outside of our fund it actually, budget actually
2: <laughs> and make money yeah we will Morris came to us money. and
3: offered us 10 million
1: dollars to, to get this into the hands of kids early <laughs> yeah
2: Oh, that's great. Um, anyway, back to the office. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> Thanksgiving at the office. I like to think that everybody, like, is throughout this time doing exactly what we're doing. They're doing talking heads about things at their families, um, like holidays. They're yeah. Thanksgiving. They're excited for Thanksgiving, like break, you know, because yep. – it falls on a, it falls on like a Friday or something this year. So uh, it's like, oh yeah, it's, it's almost like making an extended weekend for us and all that good stuff. Um, but I don't know. I, I think
3: uh, I want to know what Dwight's talking head is. So bad. About his family. Because it's already so weird with like the hogma at Christmas and like glue wine and stuff. Yeah. When he does like the authentic Pennsylvania Dutch Christmas. Yeah. Um Oh man. I want to see Dwight's talking head
2: so bad. I also just I, need more we need more imagery. We need more imagery of of like old pictures of Dwight's Thanksgiving holidays. I really want Tonks Tonksgiving or yeah, something tonks. like he's got to have he's got to have some stupid name for it. It's like
3: <laughs> They're always like are you trying to thanks say thanksgiving? He's like no, it's a separate holiday. It's a
2: different thing. <laughs> the Germans yeah, didn't want to celebrate, the, celebrate uh, it. The Friday
1: after you,
3: Black Friday? No, it's Tonksgiving. It's yeah. <laughs> I
1: it's
4: really t-
3: <laughs> I want to see like uh so Oscar's family, we know, is, like, from Mexico, because they do the whole bit with, like, uh, where he went back for a grandma's funeral or something, and, like, Dwight wants to know if he smuggled back drugs on the one where they find the joint in the parking lot. Um, I would like to think that Oscar actually brought in, like, some sort of really nice, other than just, like, his his super pretentious food i think on the flip side he also brought in something really homey of like nepales or something like cactus leaves that are like stripped yeah. and then and then done and then he's gotta like explain that to every person
2: and nobody will try them guys do you want to know what thanksgiving is essentially in german oh god but hit me if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, then every day would be Urted Dogfest. Yep, that makes sense. <laughs> earned to Fest is what it is. It's like a Thanksgiving. He absolutely <laughs> celebrates Thanksgiving in a German way. Okay, that's yeah, really does. upsetting to hear. How actually. about that? <laughs> would oh be earned to <laughs> Right Donk. on. And he is bringing in weird German. Amish candies, yeah, and
3: nuts. He's got like some sort of large format black licorice that oh nobody wants. Oh my gosh!
2: Oh god, he's for so sure. But, like, like the because size he, of red vines type w- of deal. Like, but just like the all, who eat all the black ones? Yeah, <laughs> he eating those oh, jelly beans, dude. You know he is. Oh, that's gross. He's bringing in black licorice and pretty much uncooked nuts because that's what they have at Ernsted Donkfest. Yeah. And schnitzel. And schnitzel. (laughs) Nobody likes his his candy and nuts, but everyone loves the schnitzel. The schnitzel is actually like he's leading in a pig at
3: one point. And that's like, that's the callback that they talk about where like he brought stuff in for. For What is is it that he brought in? The the duck and people got attached to the duck. it was a goose. He hit a goose on the way to work. Well, he. Well, he, yeah, but they talk about uh, one time I brought in a duck oh, for yeah, lunch. Yeah, and yeah. People got attached. To people the got duck. attached to the duck. Yeah, I would like yeah. to think that Sorry. it's like he's also bringing in a pig and trying to pull the same shit. And Toby is just like Dwight. Yeah, come on. We talked uh, about this. <laughs> we talked about this like three times. Toby, please. we went over it for like half an hour. Yes. Yeah. Clean oh, it in your gosh.
2: car. Well, what else? Is there anything else on Thanksgiving that you guys can think of?
1: Um, oh, I feel man. like Jim would have some sort of legendary prank. Like yeah. a Thanksgiving themed
2: prank.
3: Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a I giant don't. It's a giant inflatable float of Dwight that he somehow gets into the Scranton Thanksgiving parade.
2: It's something he works
3: on all year. But it just says Dwight Fartshrut on the name tag. Yeah. <laughs> so Pam is really mad at how much money he spent on it.
2: <laughs> well, he's with Karen at this point.
3: Oh, so. yeah, that's right. That's right. Karen's supportive. Then she's still and cool. Car- girl, Karen's Karen.
2: his uh, sugar mama.
3: Yep, that's right.
2: Uh, so. Karen is his sugar mama. I like yeah. that. All right. Yep. What What do you think he does in the prank? Oh, what? Uh, I think I think he like well. well let's think about Christmas. Uh, he wraps his desk, but he doesn't actually wrap his desk. Um, so I bet he, I bet he comes in. Uh, I bet he convinces Dwight that uh that Thanksgiving is a costume party. Yeah, and he gets him no. to dress as a penguin or a, a pilgrim.
3: Oh, I got I another it. one. I got another one. If you're ready for it, go like they do with the hogma when they're snapping that. I think that Jim tries to convince him to do the wishbone, but Jim has cast a wishbone in cement and painted it to look like a bone at some uh, point no. and can't nice. and dwight cannot break the wishbone and he's like emasculated and angry he's like spending it. like all day he's like outside with his car trying to angle it under his tire and stuff <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's just metal like, and concrete yeah, painted just, with some sort of like smooth white paint
1: <laughs> so like the like the jans uh stroller yeah all over yeah, again. yeah 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 <laughs>
4: Oh, I hope you don't get no. yeah. <laughs> Don't get caught on the barbed Wire Wire.
2: It
1: is. Uh, oh, man. I feel like we missed somebody with the food. Who who did we do everybody we got everybody, right? Well, Karen, we, got, we didn't say what she'd bring. We uh, uh Um
3: Karen Filipelli I like to think brings something Italian. Yeah. She brings like a uh like a rotini salad or something, like a Sure. Or, or okay, I was thinking yeah. more like a like an Italian, like a baked item, not necessarily like a cannoli, but something
2: along those lines. A, brusch- a bruschetta, uh, something like that. How about that? Oh, that sounds good. Sure. This whole episode made me starving. I'm real hungry. I know. After doing so. this episode, I can't wait for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, to be completely honest. I know that uh, I'm
3: going to hang out with my girlfriend Hillary after this, and I know that she has just come from breakfast, and that is incredibly disappointing, because I know we will not be eating for several hours. Uh,
2: (laughs) Uh. Oh, oh, oh. What about Daryl? Daryl. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, do you think the warehouse does their own little potluck? Oh, Oh my. god!
2: my. We just opened up the can. (laughs) They, They peeked down. And they have an amazing Thanksgiving <laughs> this so much dinner spread. Than the office. Is it's it? <laughs> so much better than the offices. And like theirs is so well put together. And then it just does a talking head at the end of it. It's like, yeah, the warehouse always gets together for the holiday celebrations. We make a lot, a big, we a lot of
3: guys it. have their families out of town. It's tough to get. We like to make sure everybody's got support and love here, <laughs> yeah. at the, here in the home front. <laughs>
2: It's like, so we like we like to make sure that everybody has a family around this time.
3: It's like really <laughs> yeah. incredibly wholesome to then, finish yeah. it up.
2: And then down down below, they're also doing like a like a soup kitchen type yeah. type deal. <laughs> like like yeah, we we always open up our doors, make sure those people, who, uh, the yeah. homeless and the women's shelter down the way. They got some food, too.
3: Creed is in <laughs> and line just, in, like, a big
2: coat yeah, and, like, yeah. cap pulled really low <laughs> like, down over his face. Looks great, just, fellas. And he says...
0: <laughs> and he just says...
2: Yeah, I always go down to the warehouse because their parties and dinners are so much better. And they're always giving it out to the homeless. <laughs> us homeless. Doesn't cost <laughs> us, me a dime. Us homeless, yeah. Us homeless.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh,
3: shit. Dude. That's really good. That's awesome. I like the idea that the warehouse... They, like... Uh, Michael is mad at, here's your premise, Michael is mad at Daryl for something, right? And he, like, it's the whole episode is, like, the meaning of Thanksgiving and being together for the holidays, yes. and so he wants to, like, offer this olive branch to the warehouse to invite them to come up for the potluck, oh. and he opens the door, and it is just this incredible spread of food and shit that they were not invited to. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. And they're, like, playing games and yeah. just having, like, like a
1: uh, everything Michael dreamed about of his potluck is yes. happening. Everybody's in, in, like,
3: casual Friday, like, jeans and nice crew neck sweaters. And, like, and he's, like, what is going
2: on down yeah. here? He's, like, he's, yeah. like, I don't have my fun <laughs> jeans. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That's that is so good. What an amazing cap off yeah. to a Thanksgiving episode, like, would be them finding out, like, the warehouse genuinely celebrates it the most truthful honest to god way of celebrating the holiday of giving thanks to their each other and then also giving to those less fortunate
3: they've got like a projector up and it's doing like the charlie brown thanksgiving (laughs) like like, great pumpkin up on the up on the wall like where pam (sighs) does her mural later it's yeah. just very like wholesome family atmosphere. And That's, Michael is so pissed. That is
2: the best thing I think i guys, <laughs> guys, why aren't we writing for The Office? I don't know. Uh, why why aren't, aren't we? These aren't we cowards won't hire us. Uh, hey, if the reboot, happens, the reboot happens, guys. We will get a we'll get a petition saying that the guys from Scotch and Splenda need to be on the writing team, a satellite writing team for the new reboot of The Office. NBC, I don't know what you think we're going to ask for our salary, yeah.
3: but set your expectations lower. <laughs> yeah. It's so much lower than you think. You know how much we get paid for doing this? Set your expectations so lower. <laughs> Put us on the staff. That's right. Give special thanks to Scotch and Splenda. There you go. An office podcast. Speaking of
1: getting paid for this, it's time for Office Olympics. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of the show it's where i make up a game and make aj and nick play it so basically i say jump they say on who uh, who i say dance they say how high, how high. we we Hi. messed that up last week as sure. always office olympus is brought to you by forefathers Woo! clothing use our link uh, in the show notes to get 20 percent off uh any of their awesome polos they are coming out with more and more every day kids polos hoodies Oh, now that's chilly winter. Gear. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And now that it's getting chilly. I mean, we're all I mean, everybody listen, Parker from Huntsville, Alabama. You're probably a dad. If you're not a dad, you probably do dad like things like I do, like because I'm a fur dad. As you guys all know, yep, I have yep, yep. two two very good boys um, currently in their kennels because they were barking earlier and I had to get up and go put in their kennels. But <laughs> you, had to, you had to go dad them. I had to go dad them. And, and what's better to do that than in your forefathers?
3: <laughs> polos, right? <laughs> with, with fantastic designs and the softest of clothes. Uh, and yeah. uh, and uh, my favorite
1: thing is to pop on one of those polos. Uh, you run some errands, you get some groceries and Sunday is my favorite day. Today, to cook, right? Oh, yes. Isn't that? Am I, am I, do I stand alone? AJ, I feel like you, you're one of those guys too. Do you, do you treat
2: Sundays like a special day when it comes to cook fair? I try to when I can. I'm a big Sunday do, smoker guy. Yeah. When I can, yeah. I like, I like to make something. So, like, for instance, I, I put uh, a bunch of like stew, stew cut beef, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I took that and I put it in with a bunch of seasonings, basically made a, uh, basically a berea hell yeah in the crock nice. pot oh yeah and so i've got that at home today tremendous i yep. love it yeah crock pot
1: you know what I, I was talking to someone the other day and i i realized i have underappreciated the crock pot industry for years oh because yeah you can make the most wholesome delicious food it's and all and comfort it,
3: food all the time
1: yeah and and it tastes like you've spent a million hours working on it yeah, yeah. And it's the easiest dish you can make. Yeah, yeah. like so.
3: Yeah, uh, I got a entire
2: hold, I vessel hold. dedicated to slow cooking.
3: I yeah, mean, yes, it's, that's uh, kind it's of genius. what I enjoy about the smoker. Is like it's sort of like a crock pot in the way because it's just a pellet smoker that you can set it and forget it. But like, yeah, it's like cooking in a crock pot, but you still get to start some shit on fire,
2: which yeah. is great. Nice.
1: Yep. So yeah. yep. this All episode, right. this Before, office uh,
2: Olympics, is brought to you by Crockpot Industry. Yep, um, and sponsors. and four powers.
1: Oh, all right one other thing real quick and I'm only <laughs> telling you this because you guys will appreciate it but Hibby. so my my new thing is I bought a uh, a ninja foodie That's oh yeah the, you know it's like the microwave size foodie that has it's got a rotisserie it's I mean it's literally got every function possible yeah. Oh, yeah. it's the
3: only countertop appliance you'll need
1: correct and it does everything and so I put a whole chicken in on the rotisserie this is what I'm doing all dark for, meat I hope well, all dark meat yeah The a whole chicken a, he whole have a lot of say say all that. dark meat and then I, I close the door, but just leave a tiny little gap open. And then I put my bourbon old fashioned smoker. Oh yeah, and uh, I yeah I put the tube in it and brilliant. smoke while it goes. Wow, brilliant! Oh so, man, well done. Maybe I'll put that
2: on our Instagram today, so you so everyone can see.
1: Yeah, yeah, how yeah. It's done.
2: Thanksgiving traditions, guys. You got to yep. let us know about your Thanksgiving traditions. Make For sure. sure, call in. <laughs> All right, Office Olympics
1: time. Pretty simple today, guys. In the the theme of Thanksgiving, I just want you guys to go back and forth and name Thanksgiving food. Oh, great, easy enough. And we will have Nick start this week. So it's it's very simple you get a one Mississippi break because it's a very quick one, AJ. So no. Ooh, okay, wait. Wait a second. Did he say this? Did he, say, this or did or did he Actually, say that? Uh, no, no filler. You've learned your stalling you tactics. Eh, yeah, on. your blatant
2: stalling come tactics on, that you do. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let it go right. on for too and long. Glass houses, gentlemen. <laughs> 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 and Nick, yeah, start when you're ready, buddy. Turkey. Sweet potatoes. Stuffing. Pumpkin pie. Rolls. Green bean casserole. Nice. Pecan pie. Party potatoes.
3: Ooh. Okay. Um, Cranberry sauce. Uh, Cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon rolls. rolls. <laughs> <Yeah>. Ooh,
1: <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I, I'll allow it, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I can see it. I'm trying to picture if I can picture it on the on the table, either the dessert table or the main table, I'll allow it. And I guess I can technically picture cinnamon rolls on the dessert table. Yeah, you can.
3: Give me uh,
2: time. <laughs> <laughs> Mashed potatoes. Kids wine. Yep. Gravy. Nice. <laughs> Ham. Ooh, yeah. okay. oh, you are getting out there, huh?
3: Um, wait, I don't. I our family always had chocolate pie, like chocolate mousse pie, yeah, as sure. well. Fruit salad, yeah, chocolate cream pie. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said fruit salad. Fruit salad. Boy, uh, no, boys are not on the table. Or I'm something. not sure what else.
2: Super weird. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Okay,
1: the winner think, is AJ. yeah. I think I've
2: covered <laughs> uh, one guys,
3: Sorry, <laughs> covered all of the <laughs> all of the foods I've eaten. Mixed
2: veggies, <laughs> Thanksgiving pasta salad, ham yeah, salad, ham salad, Waldorf yep, yep. oyster, yep. oyster stuffing, yep. oyster all stuffing. Right. I don't
1: even think you guys said regular Blue stuffing. cheese.
2: Well, edge. I
1: said
3: regular stuffing.
1: Yep. Uh, you could have gone prime rib. You prime could have rib. said horseradish. I mean, I these are all think things that I'm just hungry for right now. Salad. I mean, salad. Come on, man. Yeah. Do you you didn't, No one said arugula. Yeah, I would allow it. I'm
2: super good at this game, guys. Yeah,
1: <sighs> walnut, walnut uh, induced uh, coma starting brownies. Yeah, nice. 10.
2: I like that. I'm yeah. into that. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Oh, guys. Well, thank you, BJ. That was a fun one. Good little holiday bash there. We'll be back with uh, more Scotch and Splenda, guys. We will uh, We'll be here. We got more holiday episodes right around the corner. So many more holiday episodes Christmas to kind of roll through. Up. We got some fun yep. things to go through. Um, we appreciate you guys listening to the show. Uh, if you are making it this far, make sure you drop us a five-star review. Make sure you drop us a review. Write us a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, We always really appreciate getting a chance to read them and hearing your fan theories if you so choose to leave one of those as well. Uh, We would appreciate you following along on social media. Find us on uh, at at Scotch Splenda. It's just Scotch Splenda. No and, no ampersand. Just at Scotch Splenda. Instagram, TikTok, anywhere that you're finding socials. And uh, guys, we got a voicemail. Make sure you call in. Leave us a voicemail just like Parker did today. Thank you again to Parker from Huntsville, Alabama. Keep shooting those over. That number is... 319-359-7977. You heard it there first. Uh, hopefully not for the last. So, <laughs> thanks again, guys. Uh, until next time, we will catch you on the flippity-flip. On the flippity-flip. On the flippity-flip. Good, Good lie. Lie.